Welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I. The podcast where we go through the select filmography of underrated actresses. Today we are continuing our exploration of Juliette Lewis with Kojo Sanu. Hey, what's up? I'm, I'm Kojo. And today we're talking about Cape Fear, released in 1991, directed by Martin Scorsese. It's a release of, it's a remake of the 1962 film of the same name, which was an adaptation of a book. And it's about this rapist who gets released from prison and stalks his public defender yeah. for being too much of a feminist. <laughs> True. The, in, the entire thing is he could have said this this slut was promiscuous during the trial and then Robert De Niro would have gotten acquitted. I like, thought the slut was promiscuous! <laughs> Roseanne Barr. <laughs> but, um, you know what? But, in, but instead he went to prison because they, they thought that she was a virgin. Uh, I don't know. Was that a bigger or, deal in the original version, maybe? I don't know. Huh. It might have been, because the original version was like early 60s, I think. Yeah, it was 62. It was a different world in the early 90s. No, I, I read that Steven Spielberg like turned down this movie because it was too dark or something. Yeah, and, and then, then I think that he did Schindler's List instead. Well, yeah, because Scorsese wanted to do Schindler's List, and then he dropped that, and so they so basically they switched. switched. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Schindler's List. Neither have I. I like cause... the idea of just directors being like, oh, yeah, you want this one? Uh -huh. I, like, I'll take this one, you take that one, I have I'll, a... I'll do another one next time. I realized at the beginning of this movie that this is the only Martin Scorsese movie I've ever seen. I'm 80% sure that it's mine, too. Really? Who directed Dog Day Afternoon? Way. I feel like this is very different than most of... Or, or I guess at least at the time, this was very different than I feel like most of his other right. work. It was, it was like an homage. Yeah. It was Hitchcockian, right? Hitchcockian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And apparently they reused mm -hmm. the score from the original movie, too. Which is why um, it sounds so old and I can see kind of, it. which I, I like the score. Um, <laughs> did you watch Raging Bull when we had to watch it in oh, college? Yeah. Okay, so I saw clips from Raging Sadly. Bull. Sadly. Um, I liked Raging Bull. That's I think I like Cape Fear more though. <laughs> That's weird that you liked Raging Bull. I it, it, listen. It's got the bitch from Casper. Uh, what? You the know the, the one with the voice. That's the ghost. ghost? <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. the ghost? Uh, Kathy Moriarty. Moriarty. Oh. She's I the just, wife yeah. in Raging Bull, and then she's right. like a rich bitch in Casper who's trying to... Steal Christmas. Wait. Essentially. <laughs> Steal Halloween. Essentially. <laughs> Do you remember that? Never mind. Remember did you see Casper, 1995? I did. I was probably like four, so I, I can't think say I've I remember that What much. do you like better, Cape Fear or Casper? <sighs> you know, recency bias... Is kind of <laughs> leaning me towards Cape Fear. Um, Casper, okay, like, I feel like, uh, you know, like, when you're a child, you're you're pretty dumb, and you don't really know why you like things. Yeah. Um, you just kind of just get, like, a, like, oh, I like this. Like, I feel like as a child, Casper was a movie that was kind of, like, I was kind of ambivalent for it, even, like, at an age where oh. you, like, really like shit for no reason. Um, yeah. We talked about this last week when we talked about um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because we were like, the only people who like this clearly were ones who watched it at a young age. <laughs> Which has been confirmed multiple times. And I have seen Casper since being a child. Mm. And I went hard for Casper as a kid. And I go hard for Casper now. Not even the character. Just Casper in 1995 with Bill Pullman, Christina Ricci, Eric Idle... Oh. Kathmore, I could go on. Yeah. <laughs> Devin Sawa. Don't know who any of these people are. 
Um, I have a question. Who's Wendy? Brad Garrett. Oh, she's Hilary Duff. But why is she... Does she have her own series? I don't know. I think that she was... Uh, I think that there were Casper comic books. Yeah. But in Cape Fear, this public defender is getting stalked. I think that if his name was Sandy Cohen and he was a character on the OC, this would not have happened. He would have slut-shamed that girl in court and that rapist would be walking free today. Well, it's an interesting perspective because the rapist wouldn't have killed... Wouldn't have tried to kill his family. <laughs> so, you gotta think about the long game when you're a part of the <laughs> That's true. If, if, if a guy seems too guilty um, of a crime that actually mm-hmm. should be a crime, then... You should just throw the case. Like, okay, so this movie is really fucked up. Yes. Yeah. But I actually really liked it. I really liked it, too. I was actually mm. paying attention the whole time. Yes, me too. You I know, was rewinding when I missed things. Have you ever seen Fatal Attraction? No, I actually haven't. Have not, no. It reminds me of that, but it's But just I should, like, because I have borderline personality you should. disorder. Glenn Close is basically Robert De Niro in that movie. It's it's a similar vibe. Well, it's that a, sounds really hot. Okay. Yeah, it is hot. She, Dream couple. Well, she, um... He should have just fucked Glenn Close in this. Oh, honestly, <laughs> they would have a great, a great time. But uh, she basically, instead of, it's not like he was her lawyer or anything. They just like have an affair and yeah. then she stalks him and like kill, it kind of kills seems his like... pet, mm-hmm. you know, breaks, tries to kill his wife. So similar plot beats after the beginning. Yeah. I will but not be ignored. I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Both Oscar nominated. Great. Mm-hmm. It, I was kind of getting the vibe that Jessica Lange wanted to fuck Robert De Niro. I think they all the did. I, they really movie. all did. Like, and I think he wanted to fuck them all too. Yeah, when he's when his when the husband is on his way out the door and Jessica Lang is like, What if we get a weapon in case things get wild? And she's like tugging out like the collar oh of God. her shirt. Oh. And she's like, always wearing like men's button downs and like smoking and literally like, just like in heat. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> well that's her acting style. Yeah, to this day. that's true. In Jessica Lang has never played a in the not southern ho- heat. Has never played a not horny character. I feel like whenever I watch movies from that type of that time period, like eighties, like early nineties, and it's about like kind of like a distressed couple, like on the rocks or. There's something just, like, incredibly, like, grating about it compared to, I guess, like, movies nowadays. Like, movies nowadays, I feel like when they're, like, portraying a couple that's, like, oh, we have marriage issues. I'm just, like, all right. Like, just get, I'm, like, it's, like, get over it. But, like, I don't know. It it just feels, like, really painful seeing it back in, It's always the unspoken, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, now it's always, there's always a scapegoat. You know, it's, like, social media and, like, I don't know. I was going somewhere with that, but... In this movie, there really <laughs> is, like, the... I was, I, I was kind of confused that he was having this not-quite-affair with the woman who looks like Melissa Villasenor, mm-hmm. but <laughs> later on, she's like, oh, no, we've never slept together. We just, like, played tennis sexily Hornily. indoors. Wait, actually, I actually have to, I have to talk about that, actually. Yeah. Like, every... So, 
not to not to be like actually, but actually they were playing squash. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they were actually, yeah, because it was inside, they which were. is like a really big thing for me personally because squash? It, like squash or racquetball, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like you, you know, like the inside, like the fucking glass chamber mm-hmm. um, with like the white walls. Right. I really can't help but think. There are way too many racquetball references in media, in movies and television, like for, I guess, like what an obscure sport it is. And nobody plays it in real life. Plays it. Like, but every, and like, not every movie. I guess because it's kind of horny. It is kind of horny, but like, I guess like squash scenes are usually either very horny or I guess kind of like a business, like it's like a guy talk, but also horny, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That was a missed opportunity for Nick Nolte to be horny for Robert De Niro, I think, because <laughs> because Robert De Niro was missed no opportunity to be like omnisexual in this movie. Yeah, he should have appeared at the squash rink, and he, well, he was outside of it. Well, he should have gone in oh, and yeah. been like playing squash in the locker room with Melissa. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. I just think that it was like he clearly. I mean, I don't know how to feel necessarily about the like homoerotic kind of things he was doing and like the clothes he was wearing and there was a weird like queer coded yeah he was blasting Troy Sivan in his in, in his yeah car. yeah yeah he was blasting um uh <laughs> Reva McIntyre no uh I don't know I lost it but it was weird cause then like and his underwear was like red that was weird to me did you notice his underwear? Yeah, it I was really so. It was very weird. It was Ooh. like bright red. Like, uh, it was gay. I was, I was just saying, <laughs> it was just weird because he was How doing like... How old was he? I'm assuming he was like in his like mid-40s in this yeah, movie. I guess it was like 30 great. years ago. Yeah. He looked phenomenal. I'm not just talking about the underwear, but like mm-hmm. he... And then he did... When he murdered that guy and while he was in drag later oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, no. I don't know I'm just saying it was kind of weird because he was also like definitely horny for all the women too I just think it was like it's very he was th- a little bit more it was very threatening because because in a way they used it to like have him be just be all around threatening like you never know who he's gonna try where go he's gonna strike. where he's gonna strike yeah because he does he he is like a like a sexually motivated guy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all every act of violence that he does well, is he talks sexual about in being some way gang raped in prison which very oh, frankly as well mm-hmm. yeah i don't remember outside that. the squash arena God damn i i rewinded this movie so many times to pick up on things that i missed mm-hmm. and then he uh, openly talks about it and nick nolte's very uncomfortable and I, and then he offers him money oh like, yeah yeah all right okay i remember that part yeah. i remember the ten thousand dollars thing mm-hmm. um yeah i just i loved this movie i'm i'm obsessed with the woman he was having the fake affair with um, should we talk about what happened cute. with that I, I, I thought I thought you know like their, I mean their, their whole little racquetball game that was like I mean he's like grabbing her by the waist and like yeah, licking her ear like, I love <laughs> that she wasn't like like hey. the conventional like secretary like dumb yeah. blonde whatever mm-hmm. she was just kind of a dorky and, and that was the uh, the character was originally written to be kind of stereotypical or right. like she wasn't written that much at all mm-hmm. and then the actress basically wrote that's the cool. character yeah and that's then powerful it, yeah. that was the one 
Well, she came up with the laughing thing the- uh, <laughs> when he when he handcuffs her. Oh God! And yeah, that was the one of the most disturbing parts of the movie for oh, sure. That was um, so he like I've like never identified more with a character in a movie. <laughs> I was thinking that you might. I <laughs> like so Robert De Niro like meets up with her after he, Nick Nolte stands her up and then like they're having they're about to have sex. He like handcuffs her she's like giggling and then he takes a breaks her arm takes a bite out of her cheek yes and then punches her in the face repeatedly Mm -hmm. i was (laughs) i just like screamed at that point that was the first time i really was like holy shit what is this movie which apparently is what he had done to the other to to the woman he raped 14 years Mm -hmm. prior Mm -hmm. but if his but if his lawyer had said that the woman in question had done anal people would have been like well like getting fucked in the butt having a chunk of your face ripped out what's the difference yeah what <laughs> you know like i just going back to that thing of him being like well if i told the jury that she was a slut then oh, they would have acquitted sure, sure, sure. well and then also he bit off some guy's tongue in uh prison. yeah so yeah. another gay thing mm-hmm. yeah that that scene was really hard to watch it was. like the fact that they showed it i was like holy shit yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, like, the, I guess the movie, if, uh, like, if we're to put in a genre, it's definitely, I guess, like, more of the, how'd you say, like, the, the psychological side <laughs> of horror, Psychological right? thriller. Like, cause, yeah, thriller. Um, because there's just, like, a whole type of, like, menace, uh, like, around Robert De Niro's character the whole way through. Like you were saying, it's like, oh, man, he, he could just, like, strike at any moment and, like, the whole... I guess, like, on the edge of your seat is just that premise. Like, yeah. he could really do anything because this is, a, like, a wild man. But yeah. I guess I guess until that point, we don't actually, I don't think, see him do anything, like, explicitly violent. Right. That's right. true. It's just implied. And it's kind of, it, I guess, like, the movie kind of, like, uh, is, like, pre- or rather, like, he presents himself as, like, oh, you know, I'm, like, out of prison. I read a bunch of books. I'm a fucking warrior poet now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really, He loves like, Nietzsche. <laughs> yeah, he loves, he loves religion. Mm-hmm. He loves... He's the lawyer, kind of. He loves drama. He got a million he tells tattoos. Julia Lewis mm-hmm. And, like, a phone. part... Of, yeah, and so, like, a part of you is like, huh, you know, like, maybe, maybe he has changed. Maybe, like, he mm-hmm. has, like, a real reason. Oh, my God, he's biting her face. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a weird premise. It's like, what if an ex-con was actually smart and then was also still evil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like he just went and leveled up in prison. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought that it was funny when he said, I learned to read in prison. Right. (laughs) Started with Runaway Bunny. Red Nature. Started with like Starbucks. Actually, this movie was actually supposed to be an indictment on the school system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Are you allowed to have posters in your prison cell? Of, like, Nietzsche <laughs> and stuff? And, like, God? I don't know. He did. Well, we'll have to call Georgia State Correctional Facility to ask. There's a, there's this moment during the... During the, uh, the the date with the girl, she says, where are you from? And he says, I'm from Georgia State Correctional Facility. Mm-hmm. Then later on, he he has gotten Juliette Lewis to believe that he's her drama teacher. And oh, I think that yeah. she says something along the lines of, like, where did you come from? And I just, like, 
felt like I was watching him be like, don't do the joke you did before. I know. <laughs> don't do the joke you did before. He didn't, though. He did not. He came up with something. The forest cereal. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very Joker of him. Yeah. He has different stories for <laughs> how he, he got these isn't scars. Isn't he in Joker? De Niro? He's the guy who gets killed at the end, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Spoiler. <laughs> well, that actually was a spoiler from Ed, not so Well, you don't have that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally missed the boat on that one. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Juliet? Because she yeah. had an interesting role. I, okay, first of all, I'm going to lay it all out there. <clears throat> This is her only Oscar nomination. Yes. Ever. I don't really know why she was nominated. Like, she wasn't bad at all. It's because I... she had his thumb in her mouth. Um, yeah, I figured. And Hollywood loves it when minors get sexy. Well, she was 18. She was 18 Playing when it came 15. out. 17 when it was filmed. Oh, no. That's yeah. Which I... What state were they in? I'm just kidding. I have some thoughts <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, I'm, like, a little confused why... Jessica Lange didn't get nominated. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not against her being nominated by any means, but I just think it's interesting. Like, watching the movie, and you told me that. I guess afterwards, mm-hmm. I would be like, wow. But, like, knowing it going in, I was like, Do you know, it's kind of strange. I looked up this movie's nominations and awards afterward. Mm-hmm. Um, the only two Oscar nominations that this movie got the acting? were De Niro and mm-hmm. Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Like, period. But De Niro was also weirdly playing oh. this psychopathic killer, and the one who won that year was Anthony Hopkins for Sounds Hannibal Lecter. Oh. So it was the same year as that. The Academy knows what it likes. Yeah. Well, it did back then. Now um, it doesn't like horror. And <laughs> also, Juliet Lewis and Robert De Niro were nominated for Best Kiss at the MTV Movie Awards. What? <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no, wait, no, that's, that's not that real. No, it's legit that's, real. That's so terrible. It's real. That's no. so terrible. I'm looking it up. I forget who won. Probably Robert De Niro and Jessica Lange. Oh, for sure. That happy marriage. Just the concept of MTV yeah. Awards. That's so horrible. Oh, Were there the no win- kisses that year? It was, uh, the winner was Macaulay Culkin and Ala Chlumsky in My Girl, which is also two children. Oh, so, Yeah. Um, also, Jesus. the awards for most desirable male and most desirable female went to Keanu Reeves and Linda Hamilton. Who's okay. Linda Hamilton? Jason from Friday the 13th got a Lifetime Achievement Award. The 1992 MTV Movie Awards were lit. I miss when MTV was like actually good. This is awesome. Like that. Yeah. Um, best best film was Terminator 2. True. Yeah, but oh uh, the, the grooming storyline was fun. It was fun. I mean, she did a good job. I thought that scene was really good with them. I wanted yeah. to know what her Oscar clip was. Me too. Like when they show it, I, I feel like find it had it. to be that because sucking of the thumb. Probably because yeah. not mean, her setting him on fire. <laughs> that, was that, was, that was great. That was dope. Um, we'll get to that though. Um, I liked her when she was telling her dad about it. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, "Oh, did he's like, did he touch you?" She, like, he like grabs. Watch! Her I face. love that she like that went home and said, scene, yeah. "The guy that is stalking you." Talked to me at school today, <laughs> and he gave me some weed. Literally, I wish that had been on screen. Her <laughs> eyes are like going crossed. She's like, he's actually really cool, you guys. But like when Do he we was have like, Cheetos, by the way, did he touch you? And she's like, mm, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. 
Jessica Lange is like, Danielle, he killed our dog. And she goes, maybe he killed our dog. Oh, well, that's <laughs> like, um, your dog, mom. <laughs> they kept making sure it was her dog, Jessica Lange's only. That was the craziest part of the movie is this 15-year-old girl being like, that's not my dog, that's my mom's dog. I know. She... That, what, that was interesting. I forgot about that. The dog was poisoned. Yeah. Also, the the vet declaring it poison. It was poison. Jessica Lang was what? What's your, what was her job? She was a, a graphic design artist, basically. I have no idea. I, <laughs> she was always smoking and drawing things. I feel like like rich people in movies in this age also had like very vague jobs mm-hmm. like this. Oh yeah, I don't even like. Know I, 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 oh, he was honestly, a lawyer. If you no. asked me, I probably yeah. would have said like she's. Doing real estate? She's like a design specialist. I think she was like, yeah, she was like, she designed like for a travel company or something. She's trying to teach Juliet about it at the beginning. She has an amazing sunroom though. Yeah. And then they had a maid. They had a maid. Who was killed. Yeah. My favorite thing Juliet did was at the very beginning, she just goes up to the maid and goes, hola. (laughs) And then the maid says, hi, how are you? And she goes, como estas? Oh, wow. (laughs) Very cultured here. (laughs) She was sad when she was killed, though. Yeah. Um, her <laughs> her name is Graciella. Yes, Graciella. Which, yeah, but they keep pronouncing it Graciella. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, I'm not 100% Graciella sure was killed w- with the, um... With the P.I. With the P.I., who was literally an idiot. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> In the beginning of the movie, where he's like, you should just have a hit taken out on him. Also, that, like, stupid scene where he, like, literally realizes he's being tailed actually by the guy he's tailing. And his his one, instead of going to tell Nick, Nick Nolte, Nolte that it's over, he, he goes up to <laughs> Robert De Niro and says, Hey, guy, what are you fucking doing? Leave me alone. And it's, like, for what? I, I was... Yeah. So then that, they that try and set up, like, a booby trap for him. They, they attached, like, a string to a teddy bear and put it in the middle and of the And they all room. stay in the house for, like, days and days. Yeah. That was, um... That was stupid. That was just like, ooh, they have another one of their little stupid ideas. <laughs> Let's see what's going to happen. And that's finally when they drove... To the to boat. To the cape. To the, to the houseboat. The, the, um, the boat was called Moana, which I thought really? was fun. Yeah. Oh. Well... It's foreshadowing. We, we did find out how far they'd go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, why do you think it's called Cape Fear? There's a sign. Uh, there's a... <laughs> as, they're, as they're, like, approaching the sea, it's, like, now approaching Cape Fear. Yeah. But, like, it's but only I didn't the last that. half hour of the movie. I know. I only noticed in, uh, when I read well, the, the IMDb trivia. Julia, at the beginning of the movie, Juliet Lewis is, like, looking at the screen going, they call it Cape Fear. Yeah. Oh, and then at the end when she's like, "Yeah, I almost got raped and what and set a man on fire, but then me and my family just got over it because otherwise he would win." Worst ending ever. Brought us together. Yeah, it brought us together. Did anyone think one of them was actually gonna die? Or all of them? So I think I I would say honestly, like a part of I guess like what made most of the movie compelling and like the Nero's character like oh man I'm scared of this guy but also attracted to him mm-hmm. is that like he? it really did seem like he, he could've and yeah. like I feel like you know like I feel like with any sort of like this like movie that hinges on like ah damn there's a scary dude that's gonna hurt people it 
like some of them it's just like alright he's not actually gonna kill like these people aren't actually gonna die yeah but I would say that this movie kind of kept that hanging around like yeah. it looks like enough like I was like damn like this guy is pretty fucked up and he's like pretty I, okay one thing going back to like the private eye it's like is was he just like really bad at his job or like I don't know what the standards for like being a private eye are really like like what is considered like good private investigating I think there's like a test that you have to pass before you can be like a licensed PI mm-hmm. but I think that a lot of PIs are like cops that quit right also. Yeah. well and first of all I think the the biggest thing is to not have the person notice you're following them which he immediately failed <laughs> he did <laughs> <laughs> he did. I'm. I'm just like. Is this that just a thing that happens like on the job sometimes? Yeah. Like it's like a oh damn, bad day at work today. Like I got <laughs> I got followed by the guy I was following. I guess you would normally have like a a team. Yeah, it's also different in the internet age. Mm-hmm. I think because most of being a PI now is just googling. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of which I'm phenomenal at and catfish and stuff. Yeah, that's technically yeah. being a PI. Reverse image, <laughs> technically yes. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> I guess Photoshop, <laughs> yeah. making images brighter, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like you're probably better. Like nowadays, it's like I guess back then, most people came from like police to become PIs. Probably just people from 4chan now. Yeah, yeah. If you were on 4chan in the mid 2000s, you're technically a licensed private investigator. I mean, we've all kind of. <laughs> Gotten better if you if you ever sent a DM to Boxy, you know. <laughs> I feel like all of us like have done. You some can now join the private, police force, right? Investigation, like how many times have you found someone on like Facebook or Instagram that you were like, I have an idea that I could maybe oh, locate yeah. this exact person, and I and you do. I one time matched with a girl on Hinge and then found her TikTok where she only posted about her uh, vaginismus. Mm. <gasps> What's that? It's like a disorder where your pussy's too tight. Mm, oh, that's right. It's like it's bad. Though. I mean, well, I yeah, no, no. Not no. to make fun of the. You're um, you're not so a, you're pussy, not as much of a feminist as Nick Nolte. Pussy too tight disorder. <laughs> PTT. PTTD. Wig at her setting this bitch on fire. <laughs> you're just reading my notes out yeah. loud. Um. Oh. <laughs> That was really fun. But uh, let's talk about the fucking him. <laughs> well, wait. First, I want to I, I want to talk about when Nick Nolte is calling up uh, criminal attorneys mm. to represent him uh, for his restraining order. Mm. And then he calls Robert De Niro's new attorney. And he's like, well, I heard you had a hit taken out on my client, Robert De Niro. So I'll see your ass in court. And that was Gregory Peck. And that was Gregory Peck, oh, who yeah. played Nick Nolte's role in the 1962 version. That's and he, cute. And I he like filmed that. all his scenes in one day. I said it was his last film role, too. It was his last film it, role. It definitely seemed like they filmed all in one day. <laughs> for some reason, he had the same name as Just Lang's character, which is like, if there's a movie with ten so, characters, why are you gonna have two why, people with the same name? Named Lee, yeah. Whatever, small gripes. Yeah. He was like, "I'm only gonna be in this movie if my name is Lee." <laughs> I mean, it was. Wait, is this? This is. Is this all in Georgia? Yeah. No, I don't think it's in Georgia at all. I think it's like upper Upper East Side. Upper. Like, <laughs> it's, they named the town, but not the state. I think it's I like New England because New England is the only place in America where I know there are capes. Oh, that's not true. Oh, my God. It's my mom's going to kill me. Cape, 
Cape. I feel like there were way too many. There's I'm... a Cape in North Carolina. There's a Cape in Florida. Okay, there's lots of capes. I don't know where Cape is, but there's a lot of them. I was like, I'm like, I was about to say there were way too many Confederate flags like around, but then I'm like, oh wait, there are some parts of oh, Connecticut. It's, it's North, Carolina. <laughs> oh, North Carolina. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, because Jessica Lang is always sounds vaguely southern, anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's North Carolina. Um. I lived there. What? Hmm? Oh, when you were born? No. Oh. When I was one through five. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> what? There's Tennessee, North wow, Carolina. I, I, can I never heard the Tennessee. Yeah. Canal. Oh. I never lived when in Tennessee. Were you born? Where? When was I born? 1995. Where? South Carolina. Okay. South Carolina, Ooh. North Carolina, Colorado. Mm-hmm. New, New York. York. Wow. Nobody ever thinks I'm from Tennessee. New York. New York. <laughs> That's you. One state only. Four from, states. One city only. From womb to tomb. That <laughs> uh, um, um, you lived in Brooklyn when you were born. Yes. And now you're there again. Mm-hmm. And Kojo's been Brooklyn <laughs> forever. There again, like, <laughs> and now you're there and again. Now in there and back again. Actually back in the home that I was born in. <sighs> I was actually born not too far from here. At Lenox Hill? Yeah. I was born at Lenox Hill. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Anyway. When, <laughs> every kidding. time I... Uh, when I went to college, and I was on... bestie. Mm, uh, on the Upper East Side, I would mm. go to the Lenox Hill train station mm-hmm. on 77th street right. let's say east 77th street lennox hill hospital wait and where's I would that like, where's that hospital it's on like lexington and 77th or oh something. i thought oh never mind what's <coughs> the one on on york i don't know i want to say there like, are so oh that's Mount Sinai yeah. Or, oh, okay. yeah yeah um but so if I, you ever get hurt that's where my primary care is though so. oh okay Wow. Good comment. Uh, interesting thing about the grooming scene <laughs> is that Juliet Lewis didn't know that he was going to stick his tongue no. in his thumb in her mouth. Oh. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, Scorsese boy. just said, he's going to do something and just just react. He's a wild man. He's, <laughs> he's a wild man. Do- oh, my Jesus God. Yeah. Christ. And Damn. she did some interview around the time of the Harvey Weinstein thing. Right. People, People were like, so did you ever get... You know, uh, and she said, no, nobody ever tried anything like that with me, probably because they were too scared of me, even at a young age. Like, people just knew that they couldn't try it with me, which is, like, so sad because it's, it's like, yeah, but also when you were about to get cast, you met Robert De Niro in a hotel room. Wait, really? Like, her first, like, audition for the movie was going to Robert De Niro's hotel room to, like, talk to him about the movie, which is, like, I'm sure that nothing untoward happened, but it's just a weird, like... A what standard practice to have. Ban hotels. Ban hotels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that is really weird. Yeah. I'm glad that there's intimacy coordinators now. And I'm glad that she turned out okay. I did yeah. notice that. <laughs> Pardon, that's about I was like, intimacy coordinator. I literally just saw that today. Like, I, I just remember seeing in the credits of mm-hmm. last night in Soho, which was also not, no no spoilers here, but like, that's, <laughs> I was also like not, I wouldn't call the scenes in there 
intimate for the most part. Yeah. Like, not... Um, <laughs> well, anytime people are, like, within... I would say a kissing distance. They have to hire one of those now, which is good. I think, yeah, I think that's the law on HBO, but I don't know if it's oh. like required. Actually, I mean, no. it's not required, but it's becoming standard practice. Yeah, and like, which is good because really good. they didn't exist until like no, 2016 or something. One of my close friends, like crazy, crazy, is crazy like crazy. training to become one specifically for theater, Alessandra. That's right. Um, I'm so interested in that. It's different for theater because film is a lot more close. Like right. For mm-hmm. it, for theater, it's more of like, it's, it's just similar to stage to combat. Mm-hmm. Um, like you put your hand like somewhere and it looks yeah. like it's somewhere else. But um, you still have to be, there's trust involved and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I can't believe, like I was in a play in college in 2016 and there was literally full sex scenes and just like full, just nudity, and no, there was no, no, no actual, just a, just a creepy director, just trying to yeah. be a little weird. Just like and, he's gonna do something wild. Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> also no, very little stage combat as well. There was this one guy, and he threw half the cast across the stage because we were prisoners, and he just oh, would throw us. Yeah, he would just yeah. throw us. It wasn't his fault, but like no one told no, us how to do it. Though. It was hot, but we all got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you can't, like, that's what I tell to people doing BDSM is don't do it more than, like, once or twice a week because you're going to get stress fractures. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, but it's, like, I feel like the 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 attitude towards actors has been such that, in a way, they're, like, the most, like, prized possessions of mm. film and TV in the sense that, like, they get paid a whole bunch and they're, like, pampered on set, etc. But when it comes to the actual aspects of the job that could be traumatic or discomforting or anything like nobody cares nobody cares about that because they're like you should be able to do it you should because it's not you it's like yeah it's it's still something being done to your body that might not be comfortable it's like we'll prepare your sushi to your exact specifications but if you don't want to be told when a guy's gonna stick his thumb in your mouth fuck you bitch like what (laughs) but i hope robert called her yeah i hope he apologized and said hey we good i've been doing a lot of thinking yeah um, there was there was a guy who in 2017. Well, like a. I actually won't talk about it. <laughs> um, no, but there there was a guy who had like kind of crossed a boundary with me in like 2015, and then in 2017 DM'd me and was like, "Hey, just wanted to say I'm sorry because of the Me Too movement." And now we're like <laughs> BFFs again. I guess that that can happen. Yeah. Just because it, it, it was a gay guy who kept saying that he wanted to eat me out, like, as a joke. <laughs> sure. Uh, so it wasn't actually, like, but... No, there's levels to all of it. Yeah. At the least, he, guess, uh, I guess, was like, oh, wow. I guess, like, there's, like, some reflection there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, wow, damn, I sucked for that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and it, and it's you know I was I was also having the same reflection, not in a me too way, but just in a way of being like, maybe I should just have a fight with somebody instead of ending the friendship because I don't want to have the fight. Mm-hmm. Right, so, and you don't want to, someone to misinterpret like where you're coming from. Like, yeah, even if you're not that upset about something, it can be like, oh, you're accusing me of that because mm-hmm. it's like, wow, look, you're you know, cancel, cancel, you know. Yeah, yeah. So basically what we're saying is we have to cancel Robert De Niro. We have to cancel Robert De Niro. He can never be in another movie again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is fine because I never watch Scorsese movies. <laughs> True. Well, but he's good in Meet the Fockers. I still haven't seen I'm trying, 
You haven't seen that? No. I actually haven't. Wait, I have seen the. I'm like, I was, I was like, what was the last Robert De Niro movie I saw? And I'm pretty sure it was uh, the Irish Dirty movie. Grandpa. Oh, <laughs> with Zac Efron. With Zac Efron, uh, Ari Plaza. That's fun. I forget yeah. who else was in it, but my last De Niro movie was Joker. <laughs> what about the Silver Linings Playbook? He's in that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, but I I, I saw that in like. When it came out, doesn't matter. He's in like 2012. Oh my god, that was a decade. Oh my god, that was a decade. Wow. No. Wow. The Eagles have won the Super Bowl since, so, you know. <laughs> J Law. Maybe his OCD is over. <laughs> oh, is that in the movie? What if the, what if the, what if the Eagles Wait, won the, the Eagles Super Bowl <laughs> once? And then his character's took. OCD just went away for life. Wait, does the Eagles. Is that in the movie? Yeah, they're like there's the, something, yeah. The, like I guess they're really. Oh, big all I remember Eagles. is they're he's like, like you need to sit down with me, or else. All I remember is them the tangoing. As anyone else in Philadelphia is, uh, actually, most of my mental illness in Philadelphia is just caused by sports. <laughs> Tracks. It's uh, sports and CTE, which is a subset of sports. <laughs> yeah. I liked Juliette Lewis's acting in this movie. Oh yeah. The, yeah. yeah, she's gonna think I don't think she deserved the nomination, but I do. Yeah, I'm just confused. Maybe they pushed Jessica Lange in lead actress, and that's why. Oh, maybe because that could be possible. They didn't want them to compete together. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, you know a little bit about Oscar campaigning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we? Do we? Oh, a good thing about Robert De Niro is that apparently. He he was going method for the role, but oh God. or not method. <laughs> oh just, God, I hope not. He somebody just do some pull ups every day. Somebody yeah, <laughs> literally that because somebody asked Juliet uh, how he was on set, and she was like, "Well, after filming, I heard that he'd been doing all this crazy shit, but I wasn't aware of it during my time on set. Like he just did it." amongst himself and then uh was normal to everybody else i really can't which is good no yeah 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 yeah. no i just yeah. can't with method acting. apparently which i'm very famously excited for this house of gucci but yes. apparently lady gaga and oh salma God. hayek didn't even speak on set at first when they met each other because they were in character so in character mm-hmm. they didn't know each other yet as characters <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you said they don't so... know each other yet i for whatever reason, I'm just like picturing my mind. I guess like two two girls like just like going to school together and just like <laughs> I don't know her, you know. Like as I, would like, yeah. I would like die for <laughs> Lady Gaga, but I do think this new this new thing of hers for this movie, which is she always has to have like a a thing, a thing that's going on I that, love that, that she's goes an viral. And this one is that so she she's like I lived as her for nine months. I spoke with an Italian accent for a year and a half. I'm like, no, you didn't. Everyone saw you. <laughs> like, for the past Come three on. years, people have been you've seeing been you. You've been photographed. I mean, you've been talking. Yeah. 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 No, she can't claim that. Like, I mean, know, I love it. Though. Being I mean, from Brooklyn, like... I've spoken with an Italian accent for 27 years. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, if, any, if there's any judge of this. Yeah. I just think method acting is literally bullshit. I mean, maybe it isn't. Maybe that's why I'm not booking, but I don't want to do it. Stupid. Just act. It's not hard. Meryl doesn't method act. It's true. She does not. And she got mad at the guy from Kramer vs. Kramer for method acting at her. Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. Did we talk about that? I feel Did like we? we talked about this. Because he was, he was like taunting her about her dead boyfriend. In real life? She had a dead boyfriend? Yeah, in real life she had a dead boyfriend. I feel like I've read 
like about this like a while like doesn't have was just like a complete dick oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah he yeah, like yeah. sexually harassed women or uh, something and then john oliver questioned him about it during a panel oh were yeah there was some video uh, that was going around whoa. in like 2017 oh, okay. Go british shouty man uh, <laughs> all right but do we have anything else to talk about with this movie before we get into awards well i do want to mention since we almost talked about him holding onto the bottom of the car that's pretty significant for me i fucking missed that <laughs> oh my God. i that missed was, you it. missed it that was literally like what is it when, when does that happen? that's how he gets to the cape that's how he uh, follows in there they're like getting okay. they're fleeing they're getting in their car or whatever yeah. and then you literally uh whenever there's the, like establishing shots that's the when camera like, pans down and he's holding onto the bottom of the I car and those. he's like, rides it the whole way wow. and that was my like that was one of the moments where i went was <gasps> ah! like, that when you texted me probably like, this movie's crazy no, that was when he took a bite out of her face and then oh. i did it again when okay. it. but um <laughs> then he like gets on the boat basically all that happens in the last half hour he's like Gets on their boat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he like holds them hostage. Attacks them multiple He's, times. Like, I'm gonna, I'm then Juliet sets them on fire. Rape and kill your daughter and wife. Right, right. Then yes. he comes back out of the water, burnt, like Freddy Krueger. Iconic. And then, then the whole boat crashes. Yes. And then they all jump in the water, and then he gets in another fight with mm-hmm. Nick Nolte, and Nick Nolte almost bashes his head in with a rock. Yeah. And then he slowly drowns. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna come out again though. A little bit, yeah. Like, oh, one interesting thing about, like, the whole, I guess, like, Nick Nolte, like, and I guess, I guess, like, violence against this man is, like, are you really telling me a middle-aged man living in North Carolina, or, lives in North Carolina, right? Yeah. yeah. In North Carolina doesn't have a gun, and it's, like, just, like, somehow <laughs> ideologically, he was, like, he was, like, you know, I don't believe in, like, no, come on, like, like this, this, mm-hmm. man, this man killed your wife's dog. Like at, th- <laughs> at that point, I feel like you know, like yeah. I feel like even most people, like even if they're like it's ideologically weird that he didn't opposed, know how to would just get be like, like, like I thought you could just <laughs> get, get one of the grocery store. Pi to like, yeah. could you get me a gun? As if you couldn't like walk into like a fucking. <laughs> Maybe it was in Canada. Actually, all along. Yeah. I also love. Um, at no point do they just send Juliet Lewis away to live with like a relative right right i feel like if my house was being cased by a rapist from 14 also, they're years also ago weirdly casual about him stalking them for like 45 minutes but i love it Ju- jessica lang like trying to get her husband to fuck her as oh. he's walking out the door it's mm-hmm. you huh i see your face i see Jeez. your face i'd like it on my pussy please thank you <laughs> and he's like Ooh. then her daughter comes out and she's like oh never mind i'll get out of my driveway get out get out Ooh, scram <laughs> She's like, it's okay, mom. I fucked him too. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, this movie was fucking crazy. It was. One thing I do want to uh, talk about uh, though is so uh, prior to I guess like rewatching it for this show, I'd seen this movie once, but um, my first exposure, I guess like let's say to the Cape Fear cinematic universe <laughs> was wasn't this one or yeah. the, the early 60s version. I forgot it was, to watch this. It was, was the Simpsons episode Cape Fear I guess mm. spelled with an E. Uh, this was I actually rewatched that as well last night <laughs> falling asleep to it. Um, it was a Sideshow Bob episode which actually really tracks I guess like yeah. if, if for people that are I guess familiar with the Simpsons or I not mean, familiar with the Simpsons 
like Sideshow Bob is just like this reoccurring it's Kelsey character. Grammar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, that's just like trying to kill Bart. Um, for I guess basically, yeah, actually, like Bart is pretty much like the reason Sideshow Bob ended up in prison, and it it really tracks, I guess, like just like the I don't know, like I just remember as a kid always like watching like the Sideshow Bob episodes and being like, oh, he's gonna kill Bart, like like this wasn't just a fucking cartoon, like never <laughs> cartoon, like I really thought this man was gonna kill Bart. You're like, oh god, it's getting pretty late in the season. I think this is gonna be the big bad. Right, but I gotta say, the first time I actually watched this movie, it's like really funny because it really it was one of those things that it's like your first actual, or rather, you've seen this reference in, like, this, or parodied in The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and I guess, like, other media, and then, like, you're seeing the actual scenes. Like and Trump's like, presidency. <laughs> yes. Um, but, um, like, just, like, the cigar scene in, like, the, the movie theater, like, him being underneath the oh. car... Um, which I guess in the Simpsons, Homer is like, huh, let's take a detour through this cactus farm right (laughs) real quick. Um, as Sideshow Bob is like at the bottom of the car. Um, and I don't know, it was just, so the first time I watched it, I, it kind of, I guess, cut the tension a little bit, just like imagining Sideshow Bob. Yeah. as Robert De Niro but I mean <laughs> I, I think it speaks to I guess like how how good he is in this actor that I was still able to be you know pretty terrorized throughout <laughs> the movie um, with just like how much of an awful guy Max Katie is would you fuck Sideshow Bob? no not my type um, okay. would you fuck like... Krusty? you're always asking people these questions what if I <laughs> Which um, Simpsons character would you fuck? Oh, oh, absolutely, Doctor Nick, Lionel oh, yeah. Hutz. Like, I don't know. There's, there's something really attractive about a lousy lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you are Mexican. Um, like I have this like uh, reoccurring joke with some of my friends that I guess like most of. Most of, I guess, like, the women I've been attracted to are just, like, grown-up versions of Lisa Simpson, which, like, wow. like growing up, it was, it was like, a thing. It's, like, I had a crush on Lisa Simpson, <laughs> but I also kind of wanted to be Lisa Simpson, so. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds unpackable. Yeah. No, it absolutely is. It's, it's <laughs> I, I talk every week. <laughs> wow. Lisa Simpson fetishist. We could do her on the pod. Lisa Simpson? Yeah. Yeah. All of her characters. Let's fuck Lisa Simpson on the No, no, no. no. <laughs> we, go live. we go live. Um President Lisa. President Lisa. Um Yeah. Okay. Here in the Tony Awards, <laughs> we give out three awards to every movie, first of which is a best prop. So Kojo, what was your best prop? Best prop. Um Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this was also, I guess, like something that, looking at the parallels uh, from The Simpsons to the actual movie was like hilarious. I, is this, is this, do the tattoos count as a prop? Anything oh, yeah. counts as a prop. Yeah, like his tattoos were, well, I, I thought they were actually like, pretty well done for just like, you know, just like prison, like, let's yeah. find like whatever fucking needle we can. And like mm. stab your skin repeatedly yeah. types of tattoos, um, 
But <laughs> I guess going back and um like that scene I guess like as uh De Niro's like getting undressed um on like the I guess like the one what is it like the one way mirror um at the at the jail mm-hmm. and uh, Nick Nolte's in like the other room after this was after the dog mm-hmm. poisoning I believe yeah. yeah um just like the the visual of them going through like all of the tattoos and like just like the the, the recurring theme of like ah oh, he's a biblical man and like ah oh, he believes in like law and justice and all that shit it it's kind of like it, it was it was really well done and it's like part of again like going back to like before you know he decided to bite off some cheek you kind of <laughs> you kind of are feeling like huh you know this this dude's like an interesting um this is this is an interesting like uh like awful person yeah. you know like you're like really yeah. like you know like maybe prison has changed him maybe like he's gotten some sort of he's gotten some sort of like epiphany or like some sort of after like what had been like done to him or like how the mm-hmm. trial was handled like he's really just like dug into like the books and has just become like some sort of like enlightened person um, but then, yeah, that, that kind of flies out the window <laughs> pretty quickly afterwards. But, yeah. yeah, the tattoos, I thought, like, just, uh, They I were guess done in with, like, of... vegetable oil or something, really? I think. Yeah, oh, like I read online. Mm-hmm. You know, I always just assumed, like, tattoos in movies were done, like, the same way. You know, like, the tattoos that you would get in, like, candy cigarettes. Uh, like, the, the, the ones you wear, yeah. and you just, like, peel them off. Mm-hmm. Well, that that sounds like a, a little bit more higher quality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your best prop? Um, that's a little controversial. Um, it's not actually in the movie. Um, <laughs> when I was looking up Juliette Lewis Oscar clip, mm-hmm. found an interview with her on the red carpet, and let's just say um, I'm glad she didn't win because <laughs> my best prop is what she Why looked are you like. Rooting against her girl. <laughs> my best prop is her. My best worst prop is her hair. She wore oh the Oscars. God. She had cornrows. What? Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. I mean. Miss Lewis. She goes. It was 92. It was, it was 92. a different time. No, no, no. I'm not. Def- Listen, this is what she tells. <laughs> but this is what she tells the reporters. They go, wow, you look. Your hair is very striking, Juliet. And she goes. Oh, this is when she was 18 and dating 27-year-old Brad Pitt. Ah, she goes. Oh my god! Yeah, it kind of has oh a native god. quality. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I I find that really really enchanting. I I love it when enchanting. actors are just like delusional. Oh, I'm dumb. Yeah, you know. That is. I mean, the She's dress is great. The pearls are great. gloves. But the hair makes no sense at all. The hair is wild. She should have just shaved it off. Oh my goodness. Uh, I found this picture on a People article called Scariest Oscars Fashions Ever. Yeah. So my best prop is... From 2004. My best prop is her Oscar cornrows. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I really miss the days that celebrities didn't have stylists because right. they would just show up. This is why they invented them. Literally Gwyneth Paltrow just with her tits out. <laughs> well, that's fine. But the, oh, Tits that's akimbo. Ugly. Look at tits this. Tits akimbo. Joey. What do you think? Amazing. Best. So good. <laughs> best dressed. Um, all right. I'm distracting you. What was your best prop, Sam? Uh, my best prop was the tongue that De Niro bit out. Mm. <laughs> Wish we had seen. Yes. 
the next award is best Juliet Lewis moment. So wasn't that? But was uh, yours the cornrows moment? <laughs> no. Oh my god! No, no, no. It was probably. Um, I gotta go with the flamethrower, uh, mm. just because not just the act of her doing that, but like her face when she did it and her like voice. She just went Rah! like it's like a full <laughs> body. Like she really mm. got into it, yeah. and it was the first time he's actually been hurt hurt like really in the yeah. movie and yeah. you're like shit she did it it was very mm. like um like i thought he was done yeah it got i did me. too it, it got, got me. me it got me yeah he sunk too yeah he really felt like invincible up until that point like mm-hmm. especially after i guess like those thugs. then he felt even more invincible when he <laughs> came back and he, <laughs> i kind of wish he looked that like that he just got out of the shower <laughs> that should have been the final thing like they could have had the whole battle royale on the rocks and then she blows him up <laughs> mm, but maybe. whatever. If I was remaking it right now, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 no, I feel that. I, I, I think after that point, it kind of feels like dragged out. Yeah. Like, like. A, I mean, I'm not a fan of too many endings normally, but I think it was enough to keep the suspense. Kind of like an anime, like when they just like extend like the mm-hmm. final battle to like mm-hmm. ten episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so what was yours? Uh, mine was when he first appears on the boat. And Juliet, I, I love that the mom and the daughter both think that they're going to like reason with him and appeal to his emotions and the mm-hmm. fact that he like seems to kind of like Juliet. Um, she's, she's just like smiling psychotically and going, I memorized sexist for you. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, oh yeah, say it. And then she try, and then she tries and she can't and he's like, you didn't memorize it, bitch. And it's like, oh, oh yeah. my god, maybe if she memorized this ancient play, she wouldn't oh, get raped. and raved. Jessica Lang being like, I saw something in you. I saw something Lost. in you the moment I saw you on my driveway. I wanted to have you right then and there, but <laughs> unfortunately, I had to bury my dog that you killed. My second round for Juliet Lewis' best moment is when she's like, he killed my dog. And Juliet goes, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. You know, that dog was old anyway. Yeah. It was a mercy killing. <laughs> what was your best Juliet moment? Oh, I think, I think. Well, first off, as a whole, I'm I, I just like remember watching it and was like, yeah, no, that that definitely is a teenage girl. Like, <laughs> I, which I, I don't know. Like sometimes movies, it can be like really hard. Like even if it's played by like a teenage girl, to, for it to be like oh yes that is like a teenage right. girl like mm-hmm. how like one actually like talks and acts and feels and expresses mm-hmm. and all that but you know the whole performance was like very believable like the whole way through and I guess as I guess as just kind of like ooh, the scene was the one with them in the theater mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Nero like posing as the drama teacher it's like it's like awful because you know you can, you really are kind of saying oh god no no don't 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 mm-hmm. like the whole way through mm-hmm. but like I feel like in the back of the in your mind like if you were like in her shoes you can also kind of understand it yeah like based off of just I guess like how her fucking family is and like I guess like her I guess like growing up with them just her parents being like I guess like sexless and just like bickering and all mm-hmm. that like how just getting like the attention of that that drama teacher just be like ooh, like ooh and 
I, I don't know. She just, like, plays it really, again, like, playing, like, a like an actual teenager that's just, like, would, like, love that type of attention from, like, an authority figure, mm-hmm. like, very realistically and also kind of, like, it's like, shit, when, you know, when I was a teenager, I definitely would have felt that way, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was your custom award? My, what, what award? Custom award. Custom, oh, my custom, like oh, yeah, name. like, so, <laughs> I guess my custom award, uh, I guess, just to go back to fucking Simpsons again, was, I guess, like, the, going back to, I guess, like, which scene, I guess, was, I was about to say, like, most improved from The Simpsons, but it's like, <laughs> wait, no, that, that wasn't the source material, this movie was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, I watched they The Simpsons the Simpson first, into this, Simpsons like, did it, um, <laughs> but I, I, I did see The Simpsons episode, I guess, like, probably what 15 years before i saw this movie so wow. um prob i think uh de- the 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 funniest scene i i think or like the scene that was definitely i guess like even funnier than the way the simpsons portrayed it is i guess like when max is like leaving pr- like prison which is kind of just like um he's just like doing these like dips on these chairs like like just like and then like the guard comes and he's like Max you know you've been waiting for this day and he's like ah right I'm getting released from prison <laughs> like just like like his fucking workout just got interrupted by like him <laughs> having like, to leave jail yeah um and he's just like ah gotta put my clothes on you know i actually just wanted like the tricep pump <laughs> um so i can like look good in like real clothes again for like the first time in 14 years yeah. and yeah he just kind of like walks out just like it's like hey okay I'm out. That's a man who does not have ADHD. <laughs> he knows that he's getting released from prison. He's like, well, I'll just do my workout until I'm released. Yeah, might as well. I got nothing better else to do today. Person with ADHD, if you have one thing to do all day, you're not getting anything else done the rest of the day. Somebody make a tweet about that. Did anybody know that depression can cause memory loss? Okay. Yeah. What? I, th- I, thought, I thought I saw that, like, a few weeks ago. That tweet. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my custom award was best hair, and it goes to Jessica Lange. She had like that Diana thing going. She had the Princess Diana cut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, mine was I don't know what to call this award. It's like the grammar. Can we say grammar Nazi still, or is that bad? Sure. The grammar Nazi fail award. (laughs) I hate that MTV. Call me, but um. I, I always correct people's grammar on accident, like, I can't help it, but anyway, like, I, it goes to the squash affair girl to, oh. when she, she's like, oh my god, and I have debauchery, and he, Robert De Niro's like, what? And she goes, debauchery? It's a three-syllable word. It's four-syllables. <laughs> Oof. 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 So sick. It's four-syllables, dude. Damn. That's why you got your cheek bitten off. Yeah. Because you can't. You don't know how many syllables are in Dubai. Because she can't hang. Why? I'm sorry, real quick. <laughs> why would you get? Why did he? Why was he so convinced he would get off if the girl was promiscuous when he literally took a bite out of her? I have no idea. That's in its own crime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Seventies were different. He That's also, true. yeah. 
Yeah, I. That's true. I've it's now so that you, fun. I didn't, I, I didn't, I, I mean, I remember how he, I didn't catch that the boundary, like it wasn't the exact. I guess he was drunk, but, um, like, I wonder if at that point, like, the was like, actually, you know, I was just gonna have sex with you. <laughs> Like, just to get one over on Nick Nolte. But, like, but now, now I'm going to bite your fucking face But because face you off. said that, I'm going to fucking yeah. bite your teeth. Right, that's true. Like, I feel, like, I, honestly, like, looking back, I, that might be. That might be the that moment. That actually might have been. That's, like, after, that's what he was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because, honestly, like, I, I, like, I don't know. Imagine being on a date and someone said that to you. I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. bite their cheek off, of course, but I would be pretty, I would be feeling pretty salty yeah. i guess feeling salty for and i'd and i'd strike character. back in my own way yeah and that's the thing is robert that's just his way of striking back you know some girls write a tweet mm. uh if robert de niro's character had twitter i don't think he would have done all that right no, no no i think he would have just written like angry tweets he would have been a troll and that's why the internet's good mm-hmm. and he would have gone to the capitol riot probably <laughs> um Let's figure out who every character in this movie would have voted for in 2016. Mm. 2016? Yeah. Like, as their their current... like Hillary V. Trump. As their present day character? At the age of... Let's... Yeah. Well, Juliet was 16. She... In, in like, a class election, she, um... She voted for... Gary Johnson. Yeah. I could see that. I don't really care about either of the parties, but I like weed. <laughs> she does like weed. She, she did loves like weed. weed. I was happy actually, like when she, I guess, like uh, took a hit. Like I feel like almost every movie, like when a teenager takes, <laughs> yeah. they're like, yeah. like they're like dying. She's a professional. She was very her. delicate about it. When drunk, like, like, oh, like, he like puts, puts it out on her. He puts it out on his tongue, right? Yeah. And Literally then she goes. How... She goes. Ow. <laughs> Um, all right, that's, all right. that's the end of our podcast. Hail payment. Do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything to plug? Do I have anything to plug? Um, no, no, like, um, I do recommend actually The Simpsons. The Simpsons, <laughs> yes. Uh, the Cape Fear episode. Um, you know, I, I gotta say though, like, watching The Simpsons on fucking what? Disney Plus, yeah. it's kind of a bummer because the aspect ratio thing. It's like one of those shows that they just oh, yeah. look, look, like uh, people are dumb. They don't want to see a, a four by three, so let's just like make it full. Like no, mm-hmm. no, I, no one, no one, like okay, who 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 is the audience out there that's asking for that? I want to know. I want a different aspect ratio from the one it was originally animated. <laughs> yeah, I want for. things yeah. cropped out actually. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't know who that's for but like fucking yeah Disney, Disney Plus is a terrible app also it's just not navigatable no. navigable 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 <laughs> I find it quite so, I recommend the Simpsons yeah. don't recommend Disney Plus like find the find, find it on the, the box bay. sets I actually was able to get a box set of the uh I found like a box of like the first season of The Simpsons, like Ooh. just like on some someone's porch, like a few <gasps> months back. That was, I that used was to really rent cool. that out from the library more or less constantly. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no. Oh man, I actually I feel like I should get back into renting DVDs from the library because there was yeah they're open. I'm plugging the library. Oh my god, I'm plugging the library actually. And my apartment now has a DVD player. How do you have one? Where are they? Where do you find them? Uh, Calvin brought it. I got rid of all mine. Got rid of all my DVD players. Yeah, they brought a DVD player and then like probably eighty of the most obscure art films. You've ever heard of. So, we've been watching some of those. Okay, that's the end of the podcast. Hail payment. Hail payment. Bye. <laughs> Watch Go Dummy do improv whenever their next show is. <laughs> Tucker, Lindsay, Wander, the rest of the people on Go Dummy, except for us. We love you. Bye. Okay, bye.